Welcome to Pastor's Chat today. Looking at the book of Jude, especially verses 5 through 7, as we think about the judgment of God. God will call to account every sinner and every deed that's done on planet Earth. Either we can take care of it right now by coming to the cross of Jesus Christ and getting it under the blood, or one day we can face God at either the judgment seat for the believers, or we'll face God as an unbeliever at the great white throne judgment. The Bible is very clear. God created the heavens and the earth. God sits on the throne. God is holy. God is love. But God must punish sin. Jude is reminding us of that in this book here in verses 5 and 7. And he gives us three examples. We've read these verses several times. But I want to remind you, though you once knew this, that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed those who did not believe. And the angels, who did not keep their proper domain, but left their own abode, he has reserved in everlasting chains under darkness for the judgment of the great day. As Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities around them in similar manner to these, having given themselves over to sexual immorality and gone after strange flesh, are set forth as an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. It's about judgment. Three examples. Israel, because of their unbelief at Kadesh Barnea, they were never able to enter the Holy Land, those that were 20 years old and uh, 20 years of age and older. Then the angels that uh, were reserved in the chains of darkness. We believe as you study the Old Testament and the passages that refer to this, Isaiah chapter 14 and Ezekiel chapter 28, when uh, Satan, Lucifer, son of the morning, when he took one-third of the angels of heaven with him in his rebellion against God away and out of heaven, kicked out of heaven. We believe that those angels became demonic spirits. And those angels, those fallen angels who did not keep their own abode, as Jude points out here, some of them are so bad they are chained up until the day of the great tribulation. And then they'll be let loose on earth. I can't imagine what it would be. And then judgment will come upon them, we find in the book of Revelation. And then the last example is Sodom and Gomorrah. And cities close to them and similar to them, living in, in, in gross immorality. He talks about how they were ungodly, they were filthy, they were wicked, they were unlawful, they were unjust, they were given over to fornication. Now, he, as he mentions this city and their sins, these cities and their sins, they did not just simply commit unnatural, sensual sins. They indulged in them and gave themselves over to the lust of the flesh. The Greek verb here is intensive. It means to indulge in excessive immorality. This became their way of life. Boy, when I read that and think about America today and some of the world today and how people are indulging themselves in sexual immorality, you can't hear something, talk about something, uh, look at something even today. And the Bible says in the book of Genesis, and their thoughts were evil continually. And as a result, God ended up judging the whole earth with a flood and only Noah and his wife and his three sons and their wives survived. Oh, we must remember judgment will come. So what do we do? Three things. 
four things actually. Number one, I believe what we need to do is maintain the purity and unity of the church by making sure we know the Word of God, loving the Word of God, teaching the Word of God, sitting under the Word of God, letting the Word of God be our guide for life. Every believer should be a Bible student. Secondly, we should watch and pray. We have an enemy, the devil. He goes about like a roaring lion. We must be alert all the time to the enemy coming into the church and make sure we appoint pastors and teachers and those who love God's Word. The third thing that we should do is make sure we are supporting those who love the Word of God as we send our money to missionaries, as we send our monies to do the work of God and kingdom work around the world. And then the fourth thing, we need to maintain a position of biblical separation, making sure we're standing up for Jesus in whatever we do and making sure we are living those lives that are honest and pleasing to Him. Well, these three verses, I trust they have helped you understand that God is on the throne. He is sovereign and you can trust Him. You take care today. God bless. You have a wonderful, wonderful day.